This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. The force of the tongue, the force of the tongue. You see, we don't really know how powerful our tongue is. Your tongue is powerful. Your tongue can do anything. And when we know how to use our tongue wisely, and correctly, this will change in our lives. In fact, there's nothing that God did without first speaking with his mouth. That's nothing. That was where the beginning of creation started. Can you show the man? So now, we, we wanna, I want to I go to this scripture. It's a popular scripture. Um, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. He said, this book of the law, God was speaking to Joshua, shall not depart. In fact, must not depart out of your mouth. That wasn't a suggestion. That was a commandment. This book of the law must not leave your mouth. Why was God speaking to him like that? Because one, the word of God is the platform for all increase. Say that with me. The word of God is the platform for all increase. The word of God. God was speaking to him because the word of God is the platform for all increase. Is the platform for all success. The word of God. He said, it should not depart from your mouth. In fact, the word of God contains a miracle seed. That will bring forth your miracle harvest. The word of God. So when what you confess, what you confess is what you will possess. Everything you keep, see, you keep speaking is what you will keep seeing. And nobody, nobody ever rises above his or her level of confession. Nobody. Nobody. You can't rise above what you are decreeing, what you are saying. In fact, if you talk the word of God long enough, it will manifest in your life. It will manifest in your life. Most times, we don't talk it long enough. We talk it after a few times, we see the challenges will change. But if you can talk it long enough, see, I'm not preaching, what I'm teaching you today is not the law of positive confession. That's not what I'm talking about. No. This is not the law of positive confession. I'm talking about the law of confessing the word. Apostle Paul says something. He said, the word I preach to you, they are not with the enticing words of men's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. The word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two edges war, 
piercing into the dividing asunder of the spirit and of the soul. And it is the discerner of the thought and the intent of the heart. So I'm not talking about positive confession. I'm talking about the power of God that is in the word of God. If we can get our tongue right, things will begin to change for us. If we can get our tongue right, things will begin to change for us. Why was God speaking to Joshua like that? You see, whatever you keep on speaking, you will start believing. When he keeps speaking it, you start believing it. So he said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Glory to God. So the, the, the number one way for us to enjoy increase and to see greatness in our lives has to start with our tongue. If we can speak it and believe it, God will do it. Can you show the man? So our tongue has the power to kill and to make a life. Amen? Okay. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. Proverbs 18 and verse 21. The Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it with it is fruit. So why is God comparing death and life with fruit? Why? Because our words are seeds. Our words are seeds. They will always produce. Whether it's positive, whether it's negative, our words are seeds. Anything you say is what you sow. I will take that again. Anything you say is what you sow. And you're going to reap from it. So it, it doesn't matter the circumstances that go around in your life. The most important thing is what are you speaking? What are you saying? In the beginning, God said, God saw what he didn't like. He began to use his word to change it. Our world can change our circumstances. The word of faith in the word of God you speak can change anything in your life. Can you show the man? It's a word a seed that will produce fruits. The tongue can change and switch your circumstances. Your tongue can change and switch your circumstances. So what I'm trying to encourage us this morning is that I don't care what it is. But it is not over. It doesn't matter how impossible it may look like. You must make sure you keep speaking what God has said concerning that situation. That is the only way you're going to see a change. Can you shout hallelujah? So the tongue can give hope to hopeless situation. The tongue can change an impossible circumstance. Can you shout hallelujah? That is exactly what God did in the beginning. And the word was without form of void. It was useless. It was hopeless. He started to recreate with words. And we are told that we are a speaking spirit. If you read Genesis 2 verse 7, if you read in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew Bible says you, you are a speaking spirit. Speaking spirit. So the same way God is a speaking spirit, the same way you are a speaking spirit. 
and you can speak like God and speak the word and see the same change in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 20. We're sorry for what happened this morning. For those who are in the service, I know the, the TV is a little bit small, but I know you can try to, you know, get it. I know, but we didn't know that, that the projector will have that issue. Hallelujah. We'll fix it by next Sunday. I know those who are watching online can see very clearly. Hallelujah. Proverbs 18 verse 20. See, a man's stomach shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. So, whatever we say is a seed. And the fruit will be, will be manifested in our lives. Wrong words is as a result of wrong seed. Good words or faith-filled words are as a result of the right seed, of the faith-filled word of God. So, faith-filled word of God is a faith seed that will produce a harvest in your life. Can you shout the man? So, my encouragement to us this morning is that we must fill our mouth and decree what the word has said. Word of God has said in our lives. Can you show the man? You cannot be talking like a loser and reign as a king. You can never be talking sickness and enjoy divine health. You cannot be talking defeat and enjoy success. You cannot be talking failure and see success in your life. No way. You cannot talk it until you see it. The word of God is powerful. There's nothing it cannot change in your life. If you can stick to it, one of my mentors said, if you are consistently consistent with the word of God, you're going to see, you're going to see consistent victory in your life. Consistency. Speaking that thing, the word of God, it doesn't matter what you see. In fact, we are not supposed to move by what we see. Never. I did a master's degree in the university. I want to share the testimony. And I took one particular course. And after the, it was in December, they, they finished the exam in the December, in the December period. And this professor I'm telling you about lived in my street. And he has this mansion, very good mansion in my street. And every time she, she will walk with his dog crossing my, my, my house, and he say, hi, Charles, hi. He said, don't be a Charles when I was at the university. And hi, Charles, I will be greeting him. So after the exam, the result supposed to be out maybe in two weeks. In most, most times, not more than two weeks. But for some reason, the, the professor, his in-law died, and they were trying to put things together. And he told us, man, we've got to give us some time for us to get this result ready. And at the end of January, the result was not stay out. Whenever I see him, he said, well, I've not marked it. Whenever I marked it, I will let you know. One day in February, I was coming from my house going to class. Because I have to walk from my house to the school. I have to cross the highway and go to school. And I was crossing. He was crossing over to go to his house. And I stopped and I said, Prof, good morning, sir. Uh, is the result out? He said, yes, it's out. I just sent it to your, to your head of department. 
but you didn't make it. I said, what? He said, he did not make it. I said, I can never repeat that class. He looked, he shocked. I said, I can't repeat that class. I can't fail it. I said, I can't fail it. I said it three times. The man was, he said, you know what? I'm going to be in my office at 3.30. Come to my office. I'm going to show you that you failed. I said, I'm going to come. I can't fail it. I never. At 3.30, I was there. He opened his door. And he said, he didn't make it. I said, I cannot fail the class. He said, there's an error. Because he, he, he said, there's a report in which you made a mistake on some few lines because of that. You're going to I said, you cannot fail me. He said, if you can't take the failure, then you can sue me or take me to the, uh, to the graduate, uh, uh, graduate student, uh, um, graduate, uh, graduate school department of, or something, something like a law. You're going to sue, take him there so he can come and, you know, say that I failed it. That is a, like, a, you know, it's a courtroom, something. That's what they call it. I should take him to the, to the graduate studies. I said, I am taking you there. I am taking you there. When I said it, the man shook. I said, I'm taking you there because you can't fail me on that class. At the time I turned back, he was on his computer. He said, I changed your score. You can go. On the spot. He changed it on the spot. He said, I changed it. You can go. Now, you see, I've already told him I'm not going to fail it. So what we are speaking in the midst of our circumstances is very important. In fact, that day, I can't tell you, I hit my hand on his table. Boom! I hit my hand there. What I did was crazy. As I hit my hand, the man went back. <laughs> when I came out with my friend, I live with one guy, he's from Kenya. He said, why did you do that? Are you crazy? I said, I don't know why. To be very frank, I didn't know why I did it. But it paid off. It paid off. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to tell you is that don't allow what you see or what they have told you to make you change your mind of what God can do. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Where are we? We are. Okay. Proverbs. Okay. Now, okay. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 37. For by your words, you will be justified and acquitted. And by your words, you will be condemned and sentenced. By your word. You are not going to be wealthy confessing poverty. By your words, you are delivered. By your word, you are free. You're not going to be confessing bondage and see freedom. By our word, there's a word the Bible put it in Galatians 5.1. It says, stand ye therefore on the liberty wherein Christ has made you free. Stand there. Don't receive any other thing other than that, that verse. Stand ye therefore on the liberty in which Christ has made you free. Don't again be entangled with the yoke of bondage. So re refuse to receive anything outside of what is written in that word of God. It might not look like it. But you got to talk like that so that your life will look like that. If we don't talk like that, our life will not look like that. They may mock you when you're talking like that. But as you're talking like that, they are mocking you. Your God will be making you. Can you shout hallelujah? You got to talk like it to look like it. You got to speak like that to see that in your life. Anything you cannot say, you cannot see. 
Can you shout hallelujah? And God is telling us our tongue is a tool for freedom. Glory to God. Okay, Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 3. Hebrew 11 verse 3. By faith we understand that the walls we are framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen we are not made of the things which are visible. The world we are realigned by the word of God. The walls we are reframed by the word of God. The things that are visible we are not made from the things that we are visible. The things that you see, they were made from the things that were invisible. Can you shout hallelujah? So you can use the things that are invisible to change the things that are impossible. I, can, I will take that again. You can use your mouth. Your mouth is a spiritual force. Your mouth is a spiritual force. You can use the invisible force of your mouth through the word of God to change the things in your life so that the things that looks impossible, you can use the word of God to make them possible in your life. Somebody shout out, receive that. Somebody shout out, receive that. Until you start to talk like that, you see, you might think it's pride. You might think somebody is bragging. But even the Bible says, let him that boast, boast in the Lord. It's not bragging. Let him that boast. You are boasting in the Lord in what your God can do. What did jo uh, Joseph, uh, David did when he saw Goliath? He said, today, uh, your head is coming down. Today, he said, this day. In fact, the Bible says, he ran to him. He ran. He ran to fight him. With a catapult. You may have a poor equipment, but you don't have a poor God. It doesn't matter the equipment you have. Him, things you have might not make any sense. But you, if you can agree to what he says and obey and do likewise, you're going to see change in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Um, Hebrew chapter 1 and verse 3. Hebrew 1 verse 3. Brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. How many things? All things. Upholding all things. God made all things with the word of his power. And God is upholding all things by the words of his power. So what happens when you take that same word that God used to make, make, make the world and you begin to use that same word, you're going to reframe your life, you're going to uphold all things in your life with the word of his power. The only way to uphold all things and realign all things in your life is through the word of his power. The same thing that he did. In fact, the Bible says, be ye imitator of God. Be ye an imitator. Do likewise, and you're going to see the same result. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Now, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 24. This is a very important scripture. Hallelujah. 
Genesis chapter 1 and verse 24. He said, Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to his kind, cattle, creeping things, and beasts of the earth, each according to his kind. And it was so. And it was so. And it was so. So everything God created was with his mouth. Everything God created was with his mouth. Hallelujah. He said, let them bring forth as he spoke it. It came into manifestation. Can you shout hallelujah? Hallelujah. Once he said it, it came into manifestation. So our tongue is what directs the course of our lives. Can you shout hallelujah? It's what directs the course of our lives. So God is telling us that the same way God used his mouth to speak things into existence, things we cannot see, the same way we can speak things in our lives into existence. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, now, Genesis 2 verse 19. You see, after God created the world, he made the whole thing. He transferred that same authority to man, to Adam. That was why the Bible says in Genesis 2 verse 19, then he brought them to man that and gave him the authority to name each creature as he saw fit. As he saw fit, mark the word, as he saw fit, and whatever he decided to call it, that became the name. So, God gave us that same authority. He brought everything he created to man and said, you got to name them. And he began to use that authority that God has given unto him to name things. And whatever he named it, that was exactly what it becomes. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible said this in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17. As he is, so are we. So are we in this world. As he is, so are we here. The same, the same authority. If we can believe our words when we speak it, when we speak the word of God, if we can believe it, I am telling you it will come to pass in our lives. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, James chapter 3 and verse 2. James 3 and verse 2. We all fail in many areas, but especially with our words. Yet, if we are able to breathe through the words we say, we are powerful enough. We are powerful enough to control ourselves in every way. And that means our character is matured and fully developed. What he's saying is that if we can control our tongue, we can control our circumstances. If we can control our tongue, we can control anything in our lives. So my challenge to all of us, including myself, is for us to make sure that we speak in line with what God has said. It doesn't matter what we're saying. Can you shout hallelujah? Now I'm going to do this very quickly because of time. How do I get the desired result with my tongue? How do I get the desired result with my tongue? Hallelujah. Okay, number one, spend time to feed your spirit with a hearing of faith. Somebody say hearing of faith. Somebody say hearing of faith. 
I didn't hear. I say hearing of faith. You see, the beginning of every miracle is from the hearing of faith. I'm going to show what it means. I'm going to show you the scripture and I'm going to explain it to you. Okay. Now, can we read that? Galatians 3 verse 5. Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? He's asking the question. There's no miracle in your life without the hearing of faith. What I'm doing now, I'm releasing the hearing of faith in your life. The hearing of faith is the carrier of the seed of faith. The hearing of faith is the carrier of the seed of faith. And when you allow the seed of faith to be incubated in your spirit and you begin to speak, your words will produce what we call the miracle action. Only the seed of faith can produce the miracle action. And only the miracle action will lead to the miracle harvest in your life. So it starts from the hearing of faith. Can you show the man? So what God is telling us that we have to spend time on the hearing of faith. You got to tarry in the spirit with the word of faith, with the seed of faith. So you see, our heart is like a garden. Our heart, our spirit is like a garden. And whatever we plant there is what we're going to see. And in fact, our heart is designed to be planted. What's supposed to go in your heart is only the seed of faith. That is how we are designed. When you don't plant the seed of faith in your heart, the enemy will plant weeds there. Because in life, our spirit is forbidden to be vacant. Our spirit is forbidden to be vacant. If you don't plant the seed of faith, the enemy will plant weeds in your heart. And the Bible says this very, very clearly in the book of Matthew chapter 12, I'm verse 34. Say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So when you have the seed of faith in your heart, that is why you must be careful of what you hear. Because there's a hearing of faith, there's a hearing of fear. That's some things when you hear it, anxiety, fear, depression, it just set into your heart. But you always feed your spirit with a hearing of faith. Because that will produce the miracle seed or the faith seed in your life. And once that seed is in your heart, when you are under pressure, what will come out from your mouth is that seed of faith which will carry miracle action to give you your miracle harvest. So your heart must be every time be loaded with the word of God. So that when you speak, is when you don't spend time on the word of God and feed yourself. 
When you speak, your words will be empty. They will carry no power. What makes your words powerful is you are speaking out of a meditated scripture, out of a spiritual understanding. So when you speak it, it carries power. Can you shout amen? So God is telling us that we must feed ourselves with the words of faith. Can you shout amen? Okay. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11 and verse 23. For I surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed, and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says, mark the word, those things he says, those things he says, he didn't say those things he says, those things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says, Whatever he says, whatever he says. So it's not a one-time thing. It's something that you must keep doing consistently. You will have whatsoever thing you continue to say. That's what he's saying. Everything you, speak, you say continually, you're going to see in your life. Can you shout the man? So what you keep hearing is what you believe. And what you say are the things you will have. That's what he's saying. You will have what you say. That means what you say is what you are permitted to have. Anything you don't want to have, don't say. Can you shout hallelujah? So the word of God out of our mouth can change anything in our lives. And we will consistently have what we consistently say. Can you shout hallelujah? No, because of time. Okay. Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse, from verse 5 to verse 7. I'm going to read this very quickly because of time. Ezekiel chapter 37 from verse 5 to 7. You, you, you can go home, you can read the whole scripture. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. This God telling Ezekiel. This is what God is telling him. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring forth and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put bread in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am God. So I prophesy as I was commanded. You see, you are the first prophet of your life. You are the first pastor of your life, and you are the first priest of your life. You have that same power. He said, I prophesy as I was commanded. He said, the valley of life is a depressive circumstance. He said, the circumstances we see in life, they are, some of them are hopeless, like this one. But if you look at that, that, that situation, it's hopeless. There's nothing can, can be done about it because the prophesy. If you can speak the word, verse 5, God was telling him what to speak. That's the same thing God is telling us. If you can pick the word of God and speak over the circumstances that, look, that looks impossible, God said they will live, they will change. And I want to decree for someone, your case is not hopeless. Your case is changed right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that looks impossible in your life, they receive the life of God this morning. I said, I received the life of God this morning. You cannot go down. 
Where you are is the least you can ever be. You are moving forward. No force in hell can hinder your progress. You are, prog you are progressively progressing in the name of Jesus. It does not matter what you are dealing with. You will rejoice again. I said you will rejoice again. It is not over until it is over. It is not over until you win. It is not over until you come out like a more than a conqueror. It is not over until you overcome. It is not over until you shout for joy. Someone shout and receive that. That will be your testimony. That is the word of God. Glory to God. My last scripture. I'm going to give you time to pray. I'm going to give you time to decree. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 from verse 5 to verse 6. For he himself has said, he did not send angel to say it. He himself has, he didn't, sometimes God will send an angel, right? We say, as he himself, he said it with his mouth. He said it to you. He himself has said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. So that we may boldly say, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Somebody shouted, the Lord is my helper. Is your helper. Glory to God. That you may boldly say, you are not saying it frightening. You are not saying that someone who don't believe it. He said, because I said I'm going to help you, you have to boldly declare it. Because everything you boldly say is what you will see in your life. If you can say it boldly, then you're going to see it. You see, you have to understand this, that the word of God was first spoken before it was written. And it was written so that it can be spoken. Can you shout hallelujah? That was why God told them, write it on stones, write it on tree, write it anywhere you can write it, write it. There was no pen, there was no paper. He said, write it so that he that raised my rod and speak, so that he that raised it might speak it and see the same result. The reason it was written was that it might be spoken. That's why he said, write it. So anyone that's get it, will still speak the same thing and see the same result. Can you shout hallelujah? So, and I decree to you this morning, I'm going to give you some time to pray. We are close. I want to stand, I want to stand on our feet. If you're watching online, I want to give you some time. I'm going to give you some time to speak some words. I don't know what you're dealing with this morning. I don't know what it is, but this morning will not decree. He said, he himself took our infirmity. He himself took our infirmity. It doesn't matter the symptoms that you have. It doesn't matter the report that you have. He himself took, took his first fastest. It's not there. He took. If he has taken it, then you don't have it. If he has taken it, you don't have it. Say so he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness. 
delivered. Delivered. So refuse to accept anything that God did not say. If I, you see, when Adam sinned, we were all implicated. But when Jesus resurrected, we were all vindicated. It depends on what, what you decide to choose. We have been vindicated. We were implicated, but we have been vindicated. So no force in hell can stop you in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout me, I am a commander. I am a commander. My life is progressing. I refuse to believe what I see. Everything I do prospers. This is my year of exploits. In the name of Jesus, I am a mountain mover. I am a young breaker. I am a kingdom commander. I am an imitator of God. Can you shout hallelujah? I surrender to no barrier. No policy will limit me. In the name of Jesus, I recognize no limitations. In the name of Jesus, will you lift your voice? I'm going to decree this one. I recognize no limitation. In the name of Jesus, I recognize no limitation. I refuse to surrender to any barrier. In the name of Jesus, I am rising above it. I am rising above it. I am rising above it. It doesn't matter what I see. I am rising above it. I am a mountain mover. In the name of Jesus, I am a yoke breaker. I am a kingdom commander. In the name of Jesus, I see exploits in my life. I refuse to believe what I see. As long as that what I see is not in line with the word of God, I refuse to believe it. I refuse to take it. Will you lift your voice and decree something? If you are watching us online this morning, I want you to open your mouth and begin to address that situation in your life. In the name of Jesus, my case is changing. I'm experiencing a new level. I cannot be down. I refuse to be broken. I refuse to be depressed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I take my liberty. He has delivered me from the kingdom of darkness and he has translated me into the kingdom of his dear son. In the name of Jesus, I am whole. I am healed. Everything in my life is perfected. Somebody pray this morning. I recognize no obstacle. I surmount every limitation that is facing my life. In the name of Jesus, my life will move from glory to glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus, for the path of the, of the just is like a shining light that shines and shines even unto the perfect day. In the name of Jesus, I prosper. Whatever I lay my hands to do, we see progress. In the name of Jesus, I enjoy the favor of the Lord. Are you praying this morning? Well, open your mouth and decree. Look at that situation. Look at that mountain. I want to give you 60 seconds to speak over that mountain in your life. Every mountain of lack. Every mountain 
mountain of sickness, every mountain of shame, every mountain of setback, every mountain of failure, every mountain of defeat. I speak to that mountain in the name of Jesus. Who is that mountain before Zerubbabel? Who is that mountain before me? Thou shalt be made a plain. And I decree for someone this morning, every mountain before you, there become a plateau. There become a plateau. There become a plain in the name of Jesus. That mountain before you, they crumble, they come down in the name of Jesus. You are rising above. You are rising above. I say you are rising above. I say you are going ahead. I say you are going forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. No force in hell can stop this prophecy in your life. And I prophesy into your life that your pathway are cleared. Your atmosphere are open in the name of Jesus. Your heaven is open in the name of Jesus. You will see greatness. You will see the goodness of God. You will see the favor of God. You will see the interventions of God in the name of the Lord Jesus, it is your season. Glory to God. Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. Thank you, mighty God. Everything you're facing, they crumble before you this morning. In the name of Jesus, you're going to share a testimony. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we're going to thank God. We're going to thank God. If you are receiving anything this morning, thank God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For everyone at the sound of my voice, you have entered a new season. As you have entered a new season, in the name of Jesus, your joy will know no bounds. In the name of Jesus, I see transformation in your life. I see favor in your life. I see the glory in your life. You will rule and reign as king in this life. I say you will rule and reign as king in this life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Can you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. If you are watching us online and Jesus is not your Lord and your Savior, please, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Please, if Jesus is not your Lord, this is very serious. I want you to dedicate your life to the Lord. If you watch and Jesus is not your Lord, we're giving you an opportunity. If you're in this auditorium, we can lead you to Christ. If you're watching online, please, you're going to see the information on your screen. Get back to us as soon as possible. God wants to do something in your life. That's a new level for you. Amen? Oh, God in heaven, if you're watching us online, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive new blood cleansed and washed in the word and in the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. If you have prayed that prayer, you're going to see some information on your screen. Please, we encourage you to get back to us and the Lord bless you in Jesus' name.